Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, B-Fam Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, thank you for giving me your time. This is my first video. I hope it go right. We're going to figure it all out. But today I'm here with Govani Giovanni. And tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, a little background story that right. you want people to know. Yeah. So I'm originally from Houston. I moved to L.A. like my eighth grade year. Film a TV show out here. Been stuck out here ever since, but I wouldn't change a thing. It's been pretty Tight shit. Yeah. What's your major and stuff? So currently I'm in Iovine Young Academy. Our major is like fashion design, music, business, every really every creative uh, field you can get into. Which route you see yourself going? I'm an artist at heart, creative at heart like yourself. So Just anything, just yeah. anything that well, got to do with... Really, I, like music and acting is like my primary focus. Mm -hmm. Music being number one if I had to rank it. Mm -hmm. but, I mean, yeah, wherever it takes me, like musically, I want to be the biggest artist in the world and then go into like fashion design and you know maybe even interior design but like just creative yeah. shit that lasts yeah yeah interior design yeah. it's been one of the things that i look at mm -hmm. and i'll probably end up getting into as i get older like when i buy my first apartment and shit or yeah. first house and shit just, that should be fine. Yeah, just yeah fuck around with that that's something i've always been into but what role is art played in your life you feel like and when do you feel mm -hmm. like you really found out you was an artist man bro like Artists play, like, the biggest role in my life. And it's crazy because, like, growing up, I played sports and shit, like OD, like basketball, yeah. football, really everything. My parents just threw me in everything. Mm -hmm. And, like, once I found music, I found music, like, I got to give you the backstory on how I found right, music first so you understand. So, like, sixth, seventh grade, my friend had posted, like, on Snapchat, uh, like, a link to listen to his music. Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, he making music now? What's up? Like, damn, that's crazy. So I listened to it. It was just, like, some garage band stuff, but, like... Mm -hmm. Just like that caught my attention, you feel me? Yeah. So I like tapped in with him. I'm like, he was my neighbor too. I tapped him, like, bro, you gotta put me on, like, show me how to make it. So he came over, brought the Apple headphones, like, taught me how to record on phone. Once I learned that, bro, I was like, this is a whole new world. Like, mm -hmm. before that, it was just strictly sports. Yeah. But once I found music, it was like, whenever it was a bad game or a good game, like, whatever it was, I could just go rap. <laughs> like, just how I was feeling, like, if it was a bad day at school or, like, mm -hmm. just whatever was going on in life, I could go rap and just, like, create music, like, whatever I wanted to do. Yeah. So the older I got, I, like, started connecting with music more on the creative side and, like, just intertwining it with basketball, intertwining it with, like, fashion. Like, I feel like you said, like, what does art mean to you? I feel like art is everything. Yeah. It's, like, a life form. Yeah. It's how you live. Yeah. To me. Exactly what you said. Art is movement. So mm -hmm. just being able to do anything and everything, just bringing shit from your from your brain yeah. into the world has always been a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, my step-grandparents, like my stepmom parents, they like big art collectors in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And I was like four or five. They had me working at art parties because their entire house, I, I wish I could put like a picture up, but mm -hmm. their entire house. It's like from head to toe, just straight art pieces. And yeah. just imagine walking around and seeing that as a kid and just not truly understanding what's going on, but feeling what's going on. So I'm just walking around, becoming mesmerized with all the stuff. And in preschool, I would paint. As a kid, I would draw. And I went some years without like doing it, like really paying attention to it. But some was like, Austin, get back into it. So in yeah. high school, I took an art class instead of like taking government or some shit like that. Because I didn't want to take government class. I was like, fuck yeah. it, I'm going to go do art. And I would just start painting. And one thing that art really taught me was you don't got to be good at everything, but you got to at least know how to do a little bit of something, yeah. uh, everything, just to be able to improvise when your shit, not going wrong, but when it can be better. Mm -hmm. So it's important to know how to draw 3D figures if you used to just painting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because now you can throw a 3D figure in there and you done turn your painting from simple to fucking amazing. And... You don't have to be like everybody else when you do art. Not at all. You can That's be what yourself. Make it art. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And a lot of people think it got to be the best, most amazingest shit everybody ever seen, but no. Yeah. It just got to be yours, and you got to claim it, and you got to put it out there like it's something that you want the world to see, and you got to feel it in your soul. Yeah. And like you were saying, with sports and everything, same shit, dog. I just play everything, yeah. soccer, football, basketball, swimming, doing archery. It was just you did archery. Yeah, I did archery. That shit fun as fuck. But it's just the fact that we can learn how to use our bodies in so many different ways mm -hmm. that really drew me to doing sports a lot. And I still do it today. I work out really good, yeah. but I don't know. I don't want to go to the league because them niggas, yeah, them niggas just say. Yeah. <laughs> I respect all niggas that took it 
they talents to the league. Mm. But even then, I feel like everybody got a little piece of creative in them. Yeah. And we need to do better at exploring them. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everyone can be creative. Mm-hmm. It's just like who going to focus and go down the path of creativity. Yeah. Because like the older you get, it's like when you a kid, right? Mm-hmm. You, like I was saying, you try everything out. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's no judgment. It's like you do what you want. And it's like the older we get, it's like society pressures get put on you. Mm-hmm. Your parents' pressures get put on you, like yeah. friends, outside peers. But like that, I think that's like when you're comfortable with art and like what you created, yeah. that's when you find real confidence. It's mm-hmm. like whatever whatever art is to you, mm-hmm. it's like once you find that shit that you're passionate about, yeah. nobody else's opinion really matters. It's like you dress the way you dress, you talk the way you talk, you yeah. create what you want to create. And you just and be like, who you want to be. Yeah, that's the beauty of life, though. It's like you can't be confined in this box because mm-hmm. you're just going to be like, you're going to be average. Yeah, you're going to be like everybody else, man. Yeah. One thing that really pissed me off in terms of like just people just talking is when they be like, oh, that was so embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, that's such a that's such a strong word to use because it lock you up so crazy because mm-hmm. when, when you focused on what everybody else is going to think about what you're doing, you're never going to truly be who you want to be. True. That's something like... That's something I've been taking into account more. Like, I go around campus and stand on a rock and just sit there. Like, I just stare at motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? I'll go interact with people. Yeah, yeah. I'll put on some shit I feel like putting on. I'll go try something new. Yeah. Just to keep myself in the mind space that it's okay to explore. It's okay to do bad. It's mm-hmm. okay to be embarrassed. It's- I feel like everybody got to find their, like, way with that comfortability. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Like big ups to you for being able to do that. Like I didn't, I wasn't able to be comfortable with that publicly until mm-hmm. I was like, just till I was older. Mm-hmm. Like once I was like more, like that's why I'm saying music is so important for me yeah. because once I was comfortable, like that first time you upload like a SoundCloud link to Snapchat or Instagram and get like people like Actually perspectives on your to, stuff, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. it's like yo heartbeat. You got like people will slide up and be like, "This is cool," but you also got niggas that'll be like, "Man, this is ass. Like, this shit is garbage." Like in, in middle school, people used to tease me because I made music. Yeah, and it was like, but that for me was like it gave me something to hold on to. Mm-hmm. It was like if if nobody gonna fuck with it, I fuck with it. Right. And like that's like a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't really get comfortable with like not being embarrassed by shit till I was older. Like really nah, till I, I got to that. high school. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I always just been to myself just on some solo shit, but being able to communicate, being able to like voice your opinions freely, like that comfortability you need to get anywhere. Like you got to be able to just stand on 10 toes regardless yeah. of what anybody thinks. And people think it's something that you're born with, but mm-hmm. it's really like, it's partly some shit like, you know, everybody got their different personality traits, mm-hmm. but it's mostly a learned skill. Like. Being able to just go out and be yourself is a skill. Like that's something you build up with confidence. You build up confidence. Con- gaining confidence is a skill. Yeah. A lot of people get too caught up in the fact they like, oh, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. Then go get it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's not something somebody rewards to you. It's something that you reward to yourself mm-hmm. by being able to trust yourself with what you're doing. Yeah. So that's that's a big thing I got on when I, I mm-hmm. figured out that. Mind and body, it's like two separate things, mm-hmm. but they work in tandem. It's like the um the gears on the clock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One gear don't turn without the other. So if your mind not right, your body not gonna be right. If your body not right, your mind gonna be right, not gonna be right. Mm-hmm. And you gotta be able to trust both of them. So it's it's as simple as keeping promises to yourself. Keeping yeah. the smallest promises, saying you're gonna brush your teeth twice a day. Just staying sticking with that is gonna keep you going and it's gonna be like, all right, damn. I a lot of them don't do that. They don't brush their teeth twice, twice hey, a day. They I be slacking too. I ain't even gonna act like I'm the holy <laughs> recite. I ain't even gonna act like I'm just, I be slacking sometimes. Yeah. But uh, just being able to, um, you know what I'm saying, trust your body. And it's like, you'll be like, damn, all right, cool. I can do this. I can do that. Mm-hmm. And that's when your intellect start kicking in. That's when your mm-hmm. intuition start kicking in. That's when you start getting gut feelings. Mm-hmm. That's when you start jumping and shit. And you're like, damn, how I know that was gonna happen? Mm-hmm. It's just... You start, it's like a sixth cent. Yeah. yeah. And you touched on like off camera, you was like, I wasn't really doing like the podcast stuff until like I got to USC. Yeah. But once I got into it, it's like, I just had a passion to like create, create, create. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people like get trapped in a sense of what other people want them to do mm-hmm. and end up dreading it when they're like older. Yeah. It's like, I would, if I could give any advice, it's like, like find what you love to do. If you don't, if you think you love to do something, but you wake up and it's like a dreadful feeling or like, 
any moment, any moment where it's like, damn, I don't really know if like this is for me. It's like when you know, you know, and I can't yeah. stress that, stress that enough. Like oh, when yeah. you know, you know, it's like when you're doing something and you happy. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's always gonna be peaches and cream, but it's like. When you doing something in the back of your mind, you like, man, like yeah, this the you shit. can envision a future of you doing it for a mm -hmm. lifetime. It's like, bro, when you know, you know. Yeah. And you just gotta follow that. Cause God gonna put that on your heart when it's time. You just gotta trust him. Mm -hmm. And always be open to like everything around you. And to everyone around you. Don't yeah. do your best not to shut people yeah. out. I mean, I understand if you gotta shut people out that they not good for your life, but mm -hmm. allow people to come in. And experience you for who you are. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to change. Don't be like, oh, I'm never changing. Oh, I gotta stay the same. If you stay the same, you fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was it's this, it's this uh, I guess nice. not a parable, but analogy or something. It's like, I don't know if this correlates, but it was like, say you got a ship, right? Mm -hmm. You take the ship on adventures, and then one day a plank break off. Mm -hmm. So you replace the plank. Mm -hmm. Is that the same ship? You you replace the plank, so yeah. that's a that's that's a deeper level of thought. And yeah. then it goes, all right, you replace one. You may say it's the same shit because you only replace one. Mm -hmm. Now you keep going on adventures, and each time a plank break off, and each time you replace it. By the time you go on so many adventures, yeah. every plank has been replaced. Is it the same shit or is it a different ship? Yeah. Can we take that? We can't take the adventures away from the ship because yeah. all it is. The deeper you go, the more your head a spiral, but. Yeah. That's just something I think about. It's like, we're not always going to be the same, but on the outside, it's not going to look like we changed that much. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, our age and stuff changed with it, but we go through stuff that build us up on the inside. Yeah. Stuff that separate us like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's we was talking say? about the... Um, oh, the analogy. Yeah, the boat So I was like, I was about to say, like, it's also like when you were a kid, like, that's, and you don't see a relative for a long time. Oh, yeah. And you see that relative, like, maybe, like, some years go by, and they're like, damn, like, you didn't got so big. You didn't really grown up. And it's like, you you just live in life. You're going through different experiences and mm -hmm. shit, and you don't realize, like, how much you've grown and how much you, yes. like, really came into your own. But it's mm -hmm. like, from the outside looking in, that's year. Like, people don't see that's years of, like, just many shit that you've gone through. And yeah. it's like... That relative is like, damn, you've gotten so big. Like, yeah. damn, like, what's what's been on? What's new in your life? And people feel the change of us more than we feel the change of ourselves. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about this last night. It was like, it was like, uh, how was I saying? From the outside looking in, like people looking onto mm -hmm. us, they can see our change. So they gonna tell us how proud of us they are because they physically can see it happening. From the inside looking out, we don't feel like we changed much. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like this another analogy with this. They, they talk about with this frog. So basically, if you throw a frog into boiling hot water, it's going to jump out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you sit the frog inside the pot and gradually turn the heat up, it'll end up cooking alive. And I'm not saying we cooking alive or meaning in a negative connotated way, but it's like we are the frog that's put in the pot and the heat is gently turned up. We don't mm -hmm. really notice the change all the time. Yeah. And sometimes by the time we notice the change, it's too late. So we got to be able to introspect, be able to look within and be like, damn, I've come a long way. And we got to mm -hmm. give ourselves some leeway. Yeah. We, we are our own biggest critics. And that can be a good and a bad thing. Nice. When, you, when you're too hard on yourself, it should have worked against you. When you just the right amount of hard on yourself and you like, all right, I need to push, I need to push, now I need a break. Then you could slowly build up. It's almost exponential. What do you think is like finding the balance between like being too hard on yourself and like showing yourself enough love? Because I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. Mm -hmm. Just like finding that balance between the two. Yeah. And it's like, you got to have both though. Like you got to be able to critique yourself. Yeah. Because if you, like the world is already going to critique you. Like they going to tear you down. They going to beat you And you come in getting judged, yep. And like you still got to be able to lift yourself up after you break yourself down. Mm -hmm. So I wonder like what's, like people's, how do they balance that? Yeah. I guess is what I'm getting at. I guess for me, I know sometimes I really get like super hard on myself. Like I'll be sitting down. And I'd be like, damn, I'm not doing enough. So I try to go read some of a book and then I go read some of another book. And yeah, I may have got better in the process, but was it because I really wanted to get better better? Or was it because I guilt tripped myself into getting better? Yeah. Is it because I guilt tripped myself into doing this activity? So did I really gain anything and was it natural? Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know, I'm still figuring out the balance myself, but more and more the more and more I pay attention to it, the easier it is for me to 
be kinder to myself. And I think journaling is a big part of that. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Writing it down. It don't even got to be structured. You know what I'm saying? Just write down some shit you grateful for. Mm -hmm. Write down some people you grateful for. Some people you fell out with. Just write about them. You know what I'm saying? Forget them. It's like living in a spirit of like gratitude. Mm -hmm. You know, like exuding like gratefulness. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a big part, bro. Like you'll you'll see that if you like live with a spirit of gratitude and just like being thankful for shit, bro, mm -hmm. like more blessings will come into your life than you could even like imagine or think of. Yeah, and it, it start to come so natural and start yeah. to happen so often, you you become suspicious of it. Mm -hmm. I remember I used to be in this real bad, like this bad habit of thinking if so many good things happen in a row, something bad gotta happen. Wow. That ever happened to you? No, I never I never but, I, I will put myself in this infinite feedback loop of, all right, some good shit that happened. Mm -hmm. And then I, I'll fuck it up on my own, mm -hmm. talking about, oh, damn, that means something bad about to happen. Because mm -hmm. there's Mentally, many good like, things. Mentally, like, psyching yourself out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. this many good things, they never happened to me in a row. So, damn, something got something to gotta shape. And I was listening to a podcast years ago, and he was talking about the exact situation that I was going through. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, a lot of people put themselves under this pressure that something bad got to happen. And then he asked one question. He was like, who who told you that, though? Mm -hmm. Like, where is that proven? Like, is that on paper? Is it a law? Is that something that you can physically prove? Or is it something that you think is happening and you think it so much that it end up happening? Mm -hmm. Because our brain is put in us to keep us happy. That's At the end of the day, our brain want to keep us alive and want to keep us happy. And so we become what we think about. Mm -hmm. And we always thinking that. After so many good things, something bad gonna happen. Your brain gonna make yeah, sure something that, bad that gonna happens. Happen. It's, your, yeah. yeah, it's like it's also like two things. First thing is like mentally, everyone always stresses like you gotta be positive all mm -hmm. the time. Like, bro, you're not gonna be positive That's all the time. <laughs> like you're not like bro. It's gonna be days when you like, bro. I'm so <laughs> fucking tired of everyone. Yeah, everything that's going on. But it's like that's the beauty of life. It's also like looking at everything as art. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that's, for me, that's what helps perspective-wise. It's like, I know everything is not always going to be good. Everything's yeah. not, I'm not always going to have the best day. Mm -hmm. But waking up with a conscious effort of just like approaching everything and, and using it to my benefit. It's mm -hmm. just reframing like how you think, yeah. how you live. Everything's not going to be perfect, but that's like, that's what makes your journey, your story like unique to yourself. And mm -hmm. it's like, if you can hone in on like, that glimpse of like switching your perspective and how you talk, I feel like a lot of blessings um, can rain in on your life and a mm -hmm. lot of benefits can come from that. Yeah, and then like you were saying, like understanding your thoughts. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of times when people try something new, even used to be myself, they'll be like, oh, I can't do it because mm -hmm. it seems too hard. But saying I can't do it is such a powerful term. Yeah. Like I was saying before, your brain gonna make sure that shit happens. So if you say you can't do it, it's already set in stone that you won't be able to do that. So adding one extra word on there, that's why the, the language words are so powerful. Adding one extra word on that sentence is I can't yet. And that yet, is, it may be seem like a seed of doubt, but it's also a seed of opportunity. Mm -hmm. And it's just putting that yet on there, it makes your brain go, oh, I can't do it right now, but I eventually will be able to do it. Mm -hmm. And just, just shit like that, minor things, you know what I'm saying? I'm so tired. Now you're so tired, your brain don't know how tired you're going to be, so it's going to keep you tired. If you mm -hmm. say, I'm so tired today, you may be, you know, yeah. tired for the rest of the day. If you say, I'm so tired right now, your brain understands, oh, we in the, the current moment, the mm -hmm. present moment, so I'm tired right now. And it's gradual. Like, mm -hmm. I think, I believe I started out like that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you, I feel like, bro, you got to be delusional in a sense yeah. to, like, really get what you want out of this life. Like, you got to live in a constant state of delusion. Don't, yeah. like, go rob a bank. Like, yeah, don't no, do that, that shit's insane. Like, don't do that, but it's yeah. like, when I say live in a state of delusion, it's like, when any form of doubt enters your mind, it's like, I can, I mm -hmm. will, I am. It's mm -hmm. like, those words are, like, really powerful, bro. Yeah. It's like, because you got to think, bro, you can't really care about other people's perceptions because it's like everybody not going to like you. You don't even like everybody. Right. So You feel me? So yeah. everybody not going to like you. Yeah, like, that makes sense. And you got to really like understand that like bro, everybody going to have something to say. It's people online that's going to talk just to talk. They going to mm -hmm. talk cuz they got a voice. Yeah, like everybody so you just got to yeah. yeah, you got to think about that. Mhm. Mm and one thing you was talking about the doubt. So mm -hmm. it's like I don't know. I don't want to call it a paradox, but to me I've been noticing it's like 
we born to be in a state of comfortability. You know what I mean? We want to be comfortable. And once we start to change, since change is different, it's going to make us uncomfortable. So yeah. if we change, we cool, we cool, we on a roll, it's going to be a seed of doubt that you always, it's going to be, it's going to always be there. Like, you can't always block it out. It's going to pop up. Mm -hmm. It's on you if you feed it or not. And I feel like once that seed of doubt pop up, you should be waiting on something good to happen. You know yeah. what I mean? That means your body trying and it's to a blessing resist on the change. Way. Yeah, it's a, I can't stress that yeah, enough, but that's a fact. Yeah, bro, that's a fact. My mom literally, <laughs> like, keep going, and my mom literally stresses that. Yeah, like, it's going to be that piece of resistance. I was reading a book. I forget what it's called, but it was something about resistance, and it was like, once your body starts to resist something, yeah. you should feed into that resistance even more. Whatever you're doing to make your body resist, keep doing that. So if you feel like, oh, I've been dressing really good, and your brain is like, no, you're not, because they want you to go back to who you were before. Mm -hmm. You got to keep going and keep going and keep going until it finally breaks through. And now you're on a new level of comfortability. You're this new person. You, you, you this. Yeah. And then you change again. But look out for that seed of doubt. And once it's there, don't give into it. Just understand that you're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, separate topic, what is, what is happiness for you? Happiness? What does happiness mean? Like, what does the word mean to you? What is... Personally, what is Austin's like form of happiness? Right, what so brings you happiness? Happiness to me is like it's in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Okay. A lot of people be like, I want to be super happy all the time. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, I'm okay with being sad sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with being depressed because without the rain, there is no sunshine. Mm -hmm. Without the rain, there is no rainbows. Yeah. So we need all the levels of emotions. And I feel like happiness is just another emotion. But being happy... It's one of like the greatest things ever. Just mm -hmm. seeing shit that make me smile. It don't even gotta necessarily be big. It can just be shit that make me joyful. Mm -hmm. Like seeing a dog lay down when somebody tell it to. Like that's yeah. some of the most impressive <laughs> shit ever. Seeing babies do shit. Like mm -hmm. just learning how to walk. Seeing kids learn how to walk. See seeing kids handle their issues. Just watching things, watching nature be nature. Mm -hmm. That's what happiness is to me. Yeah. My ultimate goal though is to live at peace. You know what I'm saying? Be okay with everything going on around me, mm -hmm. uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, the shitty. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? You think you'll ever you'll ever reach a like a place where you're just fully at peace? Hell yeah! And you I think so? Like, yeah, I feel like I'm on the way now, and it's it's almost like how Kobe was talking about perfection. It mm -hmm. was like we know we're never gonna be perfect, yeah. but his goal was to close that gap between him and perfect every single day. Yeah, and so. My goal is I'm not going to be the most people. I'm not going to be a Buddhist, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? That would be nice, but them niggas go, like, years and years of just training their mind. Yeah. I'm not doing that. And yeah, I don't think you want to lead a life. Okay. Yeah, nah. Like, okay. you saying, like, you need you need really hard times. Mm -hmm. You need, like, sad times. Disruption. Like, just for you to grow as a person, grow mm -hmm. as a creative, grow in whatever field you're in. Like, you need hard times. Yeah. Um, But as far as happiness goes, like... I feel like we constantly like chase happiness. Yeah. I feel like happiness is like a fleeting feeling. Like it goes, it comes. And so you can't get caught up with really like being happy mm -hmm. at every moment because you won't yeah. be happy at every moment. Yeah. So what's happiness for you since you asked me? Happiness for me, man, is just like, happiness for me is just being the ability to create. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm saying like happiness for me, like, Happiness for me is like it go hand in hand with gratefulness is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm happy whenever I'm cognizant of like what's around me and like when I'm grateful, I'm happy. So I try to live in a state where I'm always grateful. Whether it's mm -hmm. some bad shit that go on or some good shit, it's like yeah. I'm grateful because I I know what God got in store. Mm -hmm. And I know like the life I'm I'm attempting to lead and like where I what I'm pursuing. So like happiness for me is just Every day, every day I, I wake up, I'm blessed, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy to be alive, I'm happy My to be My eyes open, bro, I'm here. And I'm happy to be able to pursue what I love. Yeah, and ever since the year started, that's, mm -hmm. I just feel like this year is, was just like a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I ain't never felt so alive. confident, yeah, going, into, alive. going yeah. into the year. And yeah, I, have, I doubt myself sometimes because everything I want isn't right in front of me at this moment in time. Yeah. And I look around, I see everybody doing this and that. I'd be like, damn, am I doing something wrong? Mm -hmm. But then I go into myself and be like, it's gonna happen. For sure. Like I just it's an intuitive feeling, bro. I just know I can't be 
you know what I mean? I just know everything gonna work out in the end. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let myself fall to a point below anything of what I expect of myself. Mm-hmm. And I, if you if you are in a mind frame, right, where like if you can somehow disconnect like knowing that shit's gonna go bad. You can't yeah. you can't plan when it's gonna gonna go bad, but yeah. you know some shit's gonna go bad. Mm-hmm. You don't know how bad. <laughs> you know some shit gonna go good. You don't know how good. It may be minimal, it may be great. Yeah. But if you can disconnect those two and realize like all this shit over here is gonna happen. Yeah. You gotta stay you gotta be right here in the moment, present every day, knowing that you can control what you can control. Yeah. And let God handle the rest if you're religious or if you're not religious. Like just know that let the future handle the rest. I'm religious, so I I believe like letting God handle the rest. Yeah. Whoever, whatever you believe in, just know that like be cognizant that like you're right here. Live in the present, live in the moment, acknowledge that every day you wake up, be grateful for that day and mm-hmm. try to maximize that day to be the best person. Yeah. And you'll see that as you gradually stack days, you'll be closer and closer and merging that gap from where you are and where you want to be. Yeah. That's all it is. That's a great way to put it. I couldn't even put it any more different. It's yeah. just, just, that's another thing, like living in that state of peace, mm-hmm. understanding the good and the bad going to happen. It was something that I was thinking about. I wrote this down one time. I was in high school. I was like, um, life isn't about judging what's always good or bad. Mm-hmm. You got the plus and you got the minus. So mm-hmm. say the plus is good, the minus is the uh, the negative or the bad. Mm-hmm. Right there in between is neutral. Yeah, It's almost like when magnets, like, you know how you got magnets? Mm-hmm. It's going to create this small force field, and that's flow. That's yeah. that's how you get through life. Understanding the good is over here, mm-hmm. but not taking advantage of it, and understanding that the bad is over here, and not letting it control you. Mm-hmm. And once you can find that sweet middle spot, you're going you're gonna to push off to the left, you're going to push off to the right, but you're always going to correct back to the course. As soon as you can find that sweet little middle spot, you're going to be smooth for life, yeah. and you're going to be straight knowing that, if something bad gonna happen, I'm gonna bounce back. If something good happen, I still gotta bounce back from that because you don't want to get complacent. Mm-hmm. That's how it's almost like uh thinking of sports. You think like teams usually they go um they'll go an undefeated season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then when they get to the championship, people be like, Oh, why did they lose? It's not more so the fact that they were so good, but it was they knew they were so good that they probably under plan for what was going on. You know what I'm saying? It was like, or ain't no just, way we can Or move. it just wasn't like in the cars for them to win. Yeah. They couldn't have Shit like them. that. Yeah. But it's like, if we can think back to it, it'd be like a couple losses in the season, maybe we wouldn't have heard it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the record's still going to be positive regardless. Yeah. But it's like, maybe if we would have lost, we would have saw where we was going wrong. So mm-hmm. it's going to take some of them losses for you to, you know, understand yeah. your mistakes and where you're going wrong. But just like you were saying, there's gonna be some times, nigga, you just lose. You just, bro, and you just like, not gonna understand. It's, you it's, just it's, lose, and it's like, it's important. Like, I'm not saying that, like, when that shit happens to just chunk it up and be like, all right, it yeah. is what it is. But it's also like, you gotta have a, a glimmer of that at least yeah. just to be like, bro, like, if you can, if you can confidently say, like, I gave this shit my all. Yeah. And it just, it wasn't in the cars mm-hmm. that day, and you wake up, you wake up the exact next day and you do the same process. That's all it is, bro. It's being consistent. And just remembering you human. It's like, bro, like musically, it's like you make a song, right? You spend time, you make a song, you break it down, you're like, damn, this shit hard. Like, yeah, it's gonna be hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You post it on TikTok, you run like a whole uh like marketing campaign for it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it shit just don't blow like you thought it was gonna blow. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. It ain't nothing, it ain't nothing different. Like that's the beauty of yeah. it. Like I wake up the next day, record. Yeah, maybe record that again. Maybe that just that's ain't the song, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's not it. You think that's your best song, but mm-hmm. shit, you ain't recorded your next song. You ain't recorded you know so you don't know. Song. That's like the same. This is my like, yeah. hold on, let me check this shit. This is this is my third time, fourth time trying to like record this podcast mm-hmm. where the camera just completely shut off and mm-hmm. I don't know it's But off. you love it. But so I love it enough it. to be like you gotta find to that. be upset at it, but I'm so eager to get back to it to figure That's it out. Now I got a whole system going on. I got the motherfucking timer recorded yeah. to make sure I get up Double and reset the thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's more stuff I gotta learn. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sometimes it's just not gonna work. But I gotta be able to go through and be like, all right, let me connect all my boxes. At mm. first, I thought it was because I didn't have enough people in the room, you know what I'm saying, watching all the cameras. Yeah, that worked, but I'm not going to always have a crew. Mm. So I was like, damn, maybe I need to learn something else. And I finally figured out what the problem was. It's like, and the type of camera that I got going right now, it's just, I guess it's built inside the software that after four gigabytes of the SD card is used, it stops like yeah. recording. 
And I wonder if it's recording right now. I just want to like make sure. <laughs> it's see now it's, it's going, so we straight. So all right, we understand what's going on. But yeah, just being able to take them losses that seem so big, I could have been like an asshole to everybody. Because yeah. you think you ever went? Recording you shit. ever went through a period of like social anxiety or like depression? You ever oh, felt hell that before? Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you believe like? Depression is a real thing you can fall in. Because I got mixed emotions about it. I feel like like I'm not a dick in the sense that I acknowledge that people can go through yeah, depressive go go. spouts. I'm, I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this. But I feel it, I feel though I feel as though like I'm trying to see how to word it. I feel as though like I, I can speak for social anxiety because myself I've gone through it. Yeah. But as far as like depression when it comes to being in depressed for a long time, mm-hmm. bro. It's all, it's like a mental state. Yeah, it's it, like a mental state of just yeah. like. Yeah, and I know exactly what you're talking about because mm-hmm. I had a small little episode on it where I talked about it. It was like right before we left for break. Yeah, and I was like, "You aren't depressed. Like you aren't depression. You aren't depression. Like depression is an emotion. You feel depressed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and feelings, feelings are fleeting. Yeah, and they they pass through. Yeah, and I think a lot of people trick themselves into thinking they so mentally mm-hmm. ill. Sometimes it's, it's really brain shit going on, but mm-hmm. like, it can't be everybody. And, so. then you, and then you said analogies before about mm-hmm. the comfortability scale. Yeah. It's like once you get in a routine of being comfortable doing a habit, good or bad, mm-hmm. it's hard to break it. Yeah. So if you mentally in a, in a perspective of like, I'm depressed right now, we all we just talked about everything. It's the word of affirmations, it's mentally being in a spot of like, all these go hand in hand and you don't even realize like every yeah. day you're waking up, all right, bro, it is what it is. Another yeah. day, like, and you constantly in a mental space where you're going to be depressed if you allow yourself to be like that. Like, mm-hmm. You can get out of depression. Like, yeah. I don't believe depression should last it's not, for a long period yeah, of time. It's not something that's permanent. Yeah. Because at a certain point, it becomes self-inflicted. I, I forgot what the menace was or, like, the exact quote, but it said, after something happened, you feel it, and then after a certain point of time, everything else becomes self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. So... It's just learning how to not self-inflict that pain. And I'm not saying you got to be stoic and be the hardest nigga alive, but you got to understand, like, okay, I got to move on to the next thing, no matter how hard some shit is. And, yeah. And understand your situation for what it is. It may be harder than others, but just understand that somebody always got it harder. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying always take that and compare it and shut yourself down whenever you feel a certain emotion. But just use that as groundwork to come back to yourself because mm-hmm. everybody got to move on and everything got to keep moving. The sun going to rise and the moon going to come up. And it's, it's been like that for, I don't from know, the beginning how, of time. from the beginning of time, yeah. bro. Seasons are going to be season. Spring going to be spring. Fall going to be fall. Winter going to be winter. And summer going to be summer. And, and you also got to come to the realization is whether you're going to do this shit or not. Yeah. Like, you can't be pampered your whole life. Yeah. It's like, bro, you either going to. Stand on all 10 and be like, I'm going to stand for like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make sure this shit happen. I'm going to make sure I'm successful. Like, it's no plan B. Like, this is the shit I'm going to achieve. Yeah. Or you go along the way when them roads, when them bumps in the road hit and when people throw their opinions out there, you're going to fall by the wayside if you mentally weak. And it's just like, you really care about what everybody else say. You really yeah. can't stand on your, your own feet. You know yeah. what I mean? And stand on your word and, and say some shit and then mean it. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Stop pump faking. You. Yeah, don't, don't. Hashtag stop yeah, pump faking. Yeah, don't be fucking pump faking. That might <laughs> yeah. be. Yeah, get a bucket. Yeah, yeah, get, get a, a bucket. Get a fucking bucket. Nigga, yeah. like, this bitch only gonna work for so long. Yeah, niggas, like, it's a point. Niggas gonna stop jumping. Yeah. You feel me? They, they only gonna jump so much. Shit, you know what I'm saying? At a point, you gotta shoot that bitch. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get a bucket. Bro. And let it go, bro. Like, that's another thing. Even hooping, nice. that's like a great, it's a great thing because, I don't know, out of all the sports, hooping may be like the closest thing to like real life. Yeah. Because. You're going to have your good games. You're going to have your bad games. No, how, no matter how good or bad you are. But being able to bounce back is indicative of who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to come in and I'm going to shoot. And if, I, if my shot not hitting, okay, I'm not going to stop shooting because I feel like I can't hit shit. But I got other niggas on my team that can shoot. So yeah. why not utilize everybody else around me? And once their confidence is built up, they're going to pass it back to me. But also realizing, like, if you put forth the work, even like being as a hooper, if you put yeah. forth the work, 
and you have a game where you you don't hit shit. It's okay. You realize that, like, bro, I put in enough work. That's what that's what I saw earlier. It's like you realize you put in enough work. Mm-hmm. If that day come, because every dog gonna have his day yeah. or multiple days, and that mm-hmm. day come where like you not hitting shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, you wake up the next morning and try that shit again for the same workout, the same routine, because it, it's proven that like you put forth the work. You can't not succeed. Like yeah. you, there's like it's, you can't consistently be putting a conscious effort towards a goal and not succeed. Yeah. Like you gotta have some form of success, bro. Yeah, what's done in the dark will come to the light. Will always come to the it's, light. It's it's a hunt like that's one thing I can guarantee you. Even if it don't have even if you're doing some shit for years and it don't happen today, tomorrow, it can it, it's most certainly gonna happen one day. Yeah. I, one thing I always think about, you ever seen the picture with the two niggas that's mining? And one nigga going at it, and then the other nigga walking away, but he like right there, yeah. But the but the nigga, he be like, yeah, he he stopped mining right before he got to the thing. Like just don't stop, stay consistent. Yeah. And if in your brain you like, I know this shit gonna work, it gotta work. Mm-hmm. Then keep going at that, like that delusion. If that's piece, your passion, like yeah, you gotta bro, live like, in it. You gotta that's, trust. It, that's bro. your like, shit. You, you the shit. It. You gotta hold on to it. Being able to stay true to yourself, yeah. What's I gotta ask? What's like we touched on it off camera, but long term, like long term. What's your long term vision if you could do anything? If I can do anything, it would be to what the way Yay say. I wanna how much the world costs? Yeah, I wanna I buy want the, the world. fucking world, dude. <laughs> I wanna buy the world. Like, but like, if you could do anything, like no limits. What's that look for? Look like I would help anybody and everybody that I know. Mm-hmm. Want to do something with their life? You know what I'm saying. I don't want to just be going out giving nigga shit just to get nigga shit. But if I see the smallest seed of potential in somebody, mm-hmm. I want to help them get to wherever they got to go as efficiently as possible. I can get them there as quick as possible, mm-hmm. but it's giving that nigga all the keys right now, the most efficient thing possible. So I want to be able to. I want to be the person that's like somebody called because they know he got to connect. Yeah. Niggas call me because they know I know somebody in this field and I can get them that opportunity, but it's up to them to seize that entire opportunity on their own. Yeah. After I put you on, bro, that's all you. That's your connect now. I want to see you work with it and I want to see what you can do with it. I want my recommendations to be so fucking, so fucking absurd that niggas be like, oh, if Austin recommended it, yeah, yeah, that nigga shit, bro. Like, that's, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I want to be in a position where it's my judgment is trusted. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to trust my own judgment and stuff, man. Becoming that person is just being able to interact with a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds. And I think that's one thing this podcast really been helping me do. Mm-hmm. I didn't have white people on here, black people, mm-hmm. mixed people, boys, Always. girls, Off old, young. I had my professor, he 80. Hank, he was on he here? At? Yeah, he was on yeah. here. And he going to get back on this motherfucker. Yeah. We got mm-hmm. an episode. Duh. Don't want to tease it. Should I tease it? You can give him a little glimpse. Look, the episode, the, the episode title gonna be 18, 18 versus 80. Or like yeah. 18 and 80 or some shit like that. Yeah. And this is gonna and be. And the perspective, that's hard. That's yeah. Hard. And it's a 62 year difference. Like, that's a lot of fucking time. So that's just something me and him gonna talk about. Yeah. But yeah, just being able to, I don't know, be that guy and be comfortable with what I got yeah. and be peaceful in my heart and be able to go anywhere, wherever I want at yeah. any any time I wanna go. Yeah. What about you? What's what's your long term thing? Let me sit back down. <laughs> Shit about to get deep. My long term, man. My long term. Selfishly, like my personal goal, mm-hmm. like what I'm achieve is like I want to be the biggest artist in the world. But like, not just musically though. Like, I want my shit to live on from like a perspective of like musically, people love my music. But they love me for who I am and like mm-hmm. what I inspire, what I stand for. Yeah. Like me and like a couple of my friends, we got this collective called Grimy Youth. And like the meaning behind it is be you for you and fuck whoever against you. That's tough. And it's like it's tatted on me, bro. It's like that's just the legacy I want to leave behind though. Like when I'm long gone, bro, mm-hmm. like I want motherfuckers to be like re like look up my name and like look at interviews and shit and be like, damn, he did it. Like I know oh, I can do yeah, it. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, somebody I could look up to, somebody yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, same, same here, bro. Just letting niggas know, like, they got an opportunity to do what I did. Bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't come from... Like, it's not impossible, Yeah, bro. Like, that's all it is. I just want to inspire people yeah. while being in the field of what I love to do, basically. Hell yeah. Like, I want people to know that, like, what society 
the plan they got planned out for you, bro, you can break that mold. Yeah. Like, you can do what you want to do. Like, and, and, and you don't got to come for money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. I, I didn't come for money. And I don't say that to be all like, oh, I didn't got it out the mud. Oh, you should feel bad for me, or you should feel extra, uh, you know, surprised because I got where I am. I don't even tell motherfuckers like shit like that, bro. I be, I keep that so under wraps that you got not even in like an insecure way, but I don't let it define me. Mm -hmm. So to figure out how I grew up, you either gotta ask me or you gotta do your own research, bro. But like, I'm not wearing that on my chest in display. Like, oh, look at me. I didn't came from this. I didn't seen this. I didn't seen that, bro. I'm like. I'm constantly moving. Like, I want you to look at me and question how the fuck I got what to you? the position that I, I'm in. Like, how did how did he get through it? Mm-hmm. I need a damn documentary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 How you for real? Yeah, dog. I got that same that same perspective. Mm-hmm. That's why. I I do that. But anything else you want to touch on, man? Let me think. We can always do a part two too. Yeah. Yeah, we can Good part, do part two. two. I'm trying to see like on some clothes and shit, like yeah. what else what else could we talk about? Um how's the semester been for you? It's been like smooth as like, shit. Like how what how's the transition from high school to college been? Yeah, I love talking about this. Because it's a lot of freshmen and like man, even me for myself, like I was telling you off camera, like this semester been way better for me. Like first mm-hmm. semester, bro, like I knew people and people knew me, but yeah. like there was a there was like an awkward gap where like I just didn't talk to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I was like I wasn't on campus a lot. I was working a lot. Like mm-hmm. I was flying out of state a lot. Like I just had a lot of shit going on for like yeah. my goals and what I'm trying to achieve. But like it's crazy coming out of high school, bro. Like the adjustment from high school to college has been like drastic. Yeah. I feel like it has been like because in high school, like the high school I went to, I knew like. It was eighth grade through senior year. Yeah. So I knew all my friends. Like, I had my friends already. I had my, like, mid Yeah, 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 yeah. And then coming to college, it's like, bro, it's so Shit. many people. It's so many. It's big as fuck. So many new motherfuckers. Like, yeah. And I pride myself on like not being nervous and shit, yeah. but shit, I can't lie. I was, I was like, yeah, this shit, OD. Like, yeah, sure. be like, oh, because yeah. it's so many new opportunities. New opportunities. Well, keep going, yeah. it, like new opportunities, new people. It's like it takes. It took me a semester to really get acclimated. Yeah. Like, I'm just like now, like open and like talking to people and mm-hmm. meeting hella people and stuff like that. But like, what you think? Like, how, how has that transition been for you? Like, I know for everybody, it's different. Like for yeah. me, it was pretty drastic. I get that. I think I got, I was super fortunate mm-hmm. in terms of experience. And I feel like I feel I experienced a lot of things at certain times and it prepared me for shit in the future. So like mm-hmm. from eighth grade, I could have went to public school, but I, as I, I be telling people, I end up going to an all boy private Catholic school. Like yeah. on some like some yeah. shit I would have, growing up, I would have never yeah. knew what the fuck that shit was. Yeah. I probably would have said no. Like if I was a kid and you told me where I went to high school, I would probably know the fuck I did it. Mm-hmm. But that pushing putting myself in that environment where it's smaller and is more diverse in my terms it was a lot of white people and that's cool i wasn't like oh pro black and shit like i fuck with everybody so yeah. going into there that's where i got like my lick in the mouth it was like hard to adjust and shit like that but i gradually got i was able to like meet new people talk to people interact with people and that same thing hit me when i came to college mm-hmm. The biggest transition for me probably would have been the distance from home. Yeah. But I was so used to being out in high school, not even like partying and stuff, but just being busy, that being away from home wasn't irregular. Mm -hmm. So it was, when I came in, yeah, it was like, damn, who am I going to be? That was a big part. It was like, finding yourself. yeah, what do I want to do? Like, I I got a good perspective on who I am, and I understand, even if I didn't have a podcast, I'd probably Mm -hmm. end up being successful but yeah. i wouldn't know how it'd be more blurry having That's that fire. podcast with me when i stepped in it was like all right now i got some, i got a sword nah nigga yeah <laughs> i got a yeah, sword yeah. i can just whip it out oh nigga yeah. so now i got something to offer to the table and then anytime i walk into a room dog even if i don't come in the loudest most uh preposterous motherfucker whatever I'm, i don't got to be the loudest but I'm coming in swinging, even if niggas ain't seeing it, bro. Sure your like, presence, though. Yeah, niggas got it. I want niggas to know I'm in the room. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I got to make this campus mine in my own way and know my own set of people. But I just, like I was saying with the connections and stuff, I got to be able to, I got to make it mine. So when I step in, 
this shit mine, dog. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like that perspective is interesting too, cause mm-hmm. like coming in, I knew who I was. I knew like what I wanted to do. I knew like, like I, I came in like, bro, like I'm finna just be on my own shit, cause I've been like that my whole life, like yeah. since I like early on, like I said. But mm-hmm. when you get to college, you realize like, I get at least for me, like you realize that like, I don't even know, bro. It's just like. I was just more open to like talking to people. I had to find that like okay. being more, being being able to communicate better. Uh-huh. Cuz a lot of the times I just stay to myself like being my own world. Mm-hmm. It's just like living in that state of delusion just yeah. doing like what the fuck I want to do and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, shit was just working out. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's like now even like second semester I feel like I just opened up more. Like I'm mm-hmm. just more free. Yeah. With like speaking to people it's and a just breath like of fresh air, bro. It's like, yeah, I'm okay with walking yeah. up and introducing myself. For, to people. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I don't <laughs> care what nobody say. Boy, I was nervous as shit. <laughs> oh, God. I don't care what nobody say. Like, I don't care how fly you get, how much money you got. Like, just, for me, bro, I used to like, like college. I'm not gonna lie. College is like when I realized, like, I low key had social anxiety. Like yeah, low key. Yeah, yeah. Like when it Let came sure to that like, shit still recording. Yeah, yeah. You can keep talking. Go ahead. I don't gotta be When it came to like going up to people and like introduce yeah. <laughs> when it came to like going up to people and like talking and shit, bro, I ain't gonna front like I had that in my bag. Like mm-hmm. I did not have that in my bag. Like I was always good at like when the conversation was started, like holding the conversation and keeping yeah. it and, like on the intellectual level and but shit. Initiating it. But initiating, initiating <laughs> it being a nigga mind, bro. Like oh I can't hold you. Like this oh a good God. this oh a good God. segue, bro. Like oh my God, bro. it could and it don't even just like pertain to like girls, just like just, anybody, just universally, bro. Like, bro. like you see somebody fuck. like damn. It's like when you got that awkward moment when you walk by somebody and like it's like that nigga flying, you flying, y'all don't say nothing. But y'all just look at each other on some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like y'all have like a y'all yeah, have nah. just like a look off and y'all just keep walking when it's like yeah. you, could, you could easily have just been hey, them, them hard, hard, man. Dog, and he could have said some shit too, but y'all yeah. both in y'all mind. Like, I ain't finna say it. It was combat. I ain't gonna say nothing. Oh my god. And what was whoa, I had like a perfect, like something perfect to go along with that. It was like, what was it? Like it was uh oh my god. I'm, it's like on the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. Certain interactions, but get, oh, it was when people talk about like getting to the party late. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, people be like, oh, if I get there early, nobody gonna be there. But mm-hmm. if everybody thinking that, nobody's nobody, gonna be there early. That's a fact. And so that's why y'all, yeah, y'all gotta talk about time management too. Oh, dude. My that's, I, I know. Like, I this shit is insane. Hey, I don't know how the hey. fuck you do it. Dude, I'll be looking at this nigga's story, bro. I'll be like, <laughs> who is this nigga? <laughs> How's he doing any type of work? Yeah. I, I, this nigga, I, not condone, not condone. What is it? I get my condolences. This yeah. motherfucker. I don't even my think y'all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like when somebody dies. <laughs> oh shit! It's like I, my kudos. I, yeah, I get, yeah, my kudos. My, my that's, that's, that's my bad. Yeah, now you good. But no, dog. This I don't even. Y'all don't know yet. But but uh, I can't wait because niggas, what? this gonna just you. I can't wait till oh, you you go up. This yeah, is gonna yeah. be so sweet, and this is gonna be like the interview, like. Niggas look up to go look at. They like, damn, that's he been on that shit. <laughs> they gonna yeah. be like, bro, they both knew yeah. each other. What the fuck? Yeah. It's gonna be like, yeah, that's, it's, that's one of them things. But my time management sucks. But it's not like my friends always be on me about it because I've been this way since high school, bro. Yeah, I like just doing shit. I I just always been busy, bro. Like, bro. and it, it it just be like it's like that state of delusion. Like it it is like a balance between like I actually have shit to do. Like if I'm yeah, filming some yeah, shit, or if yeah, I got yeah, like yeah. studio session. Mm-hmm. But also sometimes it just be like. It be picking like I don't know, bro. It be like if, if something started at a particular time, bro. I like mentally, I'd be like, bet. Like I'm gonna try to get there early, and I'll end up doing some shit, and I won't get there till like 15 minutes later. Like it just naturally happened. No, like bro. It's I like get. I be right now. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Like yeah. just in terms of like, I don't know how to, how to explain to people. Like I don't really be doing shit. But I'm always doing but, some shit. But I'm always doing it. And I, I be trying my shit. hardest. I be like, bro, I try my hardest to be there on time. Yeah. Like, I'm try to be there on time. Niggas be like, and you you'll saw... show up late, bro. Yeah. And be like, I don't, at least for me, bro, I'll show up late and shit. Like, it'll really just be started. Yeah. Like, it always work out that way if you yeah, want some always, weird shit. It, yeah. Always on God's timing, bro. Always on God's yeah, timing. Yeah, that's, bro. I think that's what I went on this thing in uh, high school called Kairos. Mm-hmm. And it was like this retreat. Mm-hmm. And you don't even got to be like, Super religious to go on it. You ain't even gotta be Catholic, but it's like what they do on a retreat. I don't want to spoil it for people who still ain't been on it, but mm-hmm. it's called Kairos because it's called Kairos translated is God's timing. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they take away all technology, all sorts of technology, bro. I don't even remember having Damn, like, my retreat was like radio that. and shit, bro. But mm-hmm. like 
This no is phone, this was senior no, year? Yeah, this is my no. senior year of high school, bro. No phone, no nothing. And, and they took away all the clocks. Nigga, I ain't know what time what? it was for like five days. Yeah, I ain't that's know, crazy. I ain't know what the fuck time it was for like five days. Mm. And you would think you would go crazy with that, but you get used to it. And then you start to trust that, all right, this is this, this not up to me. Mm. I'm in this. And I'm just gonna go along with it, and I'm gonna it, give it all I got. This was like your senior, because you went to a Catholic yeah. school your senior. Mm -hmm. My school was like that, so I went to a Christian school, but it was boys and girls. Mm -hmm. And we went on a retreat, my a retreat my senior year, like into the mountains, whatever. Oh, they damn. like they say yeah, they said take They basically like people snuck their phones and shit, but you were supposed to like not have your phone, whatever. Same, same. And it's it's no connection, like so really it ain't no point in having a phone. Mm -hmm. And I remember at that time I was just going through a breakup, like with oh. my like I've only had one girlfriend. It's like when you had that first love, bro. It's like, <laughs> I get what you mean. Oh D. No, so I get like, what you mean, dude. Whatever we had I had just gone through like a breakup and I was it was also at the time when I wanted to go to NYU for college. I didn't mm -hmm. want to go to USC, but mm -hmm. I had applied to both of them as my two top choices. Mm -hmm. And I was out there and like we had guidance counselors and, and shit out there. And I remember like there was a night we was in uh like the chapel we had because we used to sing in chapel and like pray and stuff. Yeah. And I remember I was in chapel one night and we did this thing where like we wrote uh we wrote like our problems or maybe like whatever was on our mind on our hearts at that time that we was like stressing about. We wrote it and like threw it in a fire. Oh, and like let it burn. Oh and I remember God. like in that moment and like in the chapel ceremony before that, bro, I was crying, bro, just mm -hmm. breaking down. Like I never I hadn't cried that much since like maybe when my grandma passed. Like I was Damn. really crying, bro. Bro, this nigga just like me, bro. Yeah, I was really I was really I breaking down. You, I was like crying. The, the exact same situation. Yeah. You keep, you, no. Yeah. So I was I was really crying and shit. And I was like, uh fuck, what was, what was my train? I was really crying, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um They was throwing I, it to the fire. They I, I like threw the shit in the fire and like it was like a glimpse of relief. Everything bro. just like, went away. Everything went away. Yeah. It's like when you go on some shit like that, it's like I kind of find my, I, I like lost myself and found myself. It was like, we talked about it earlier. It's like when shit go bad, it's like you don't know how bad it gets. Yeah. And I felt like at that moment, everything was stacked. I just lost my girlfriend who I like thought we was going to get married. Like we was going to go long distance. I'm like, it's up. <laughs> we good. Shit, we up. And like shit happened. We broke up. Boom. We I'm here. Like everything just st stacked on top of each other. Mm -hmm. It's just like, pent up, just uh, 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 mm -hmm. and I didn't have no service, so I couldn't even like. We was in the middle of the breakup, like I'm still trying to get her back. I can't text, like I'm making TikToks, like I'm really like I'm really going through it, tight. for sure. So like, oh but like in that moment, it's like when I learned to like just let shit, like to really let shit go. Like, yeah, I like broke down and like lost myself, but found myself at the at same, same time, time, and like came out on some like, okay, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, I'm going to be straight. Like, no matter how hard shit get, I'm going to be good. Oh, yes. I'm going to be good. Like, God yes. got me. Like, I just yeah. felt the sense of, like, comfort and, like, warmth. Like, it's good, bro. You're yeah. fine. Like, you're never alone. Bro. It's like, yes. OD, no. bro. It's crazy. I know it's it. Crazy. I know the exact shit you talking about, bro. Like, wait, when did your grandma die? Not to get, like, super. You know, you go, you go. My grandma died when I was young. So, maybe, oh, okay, like. okay. I was maybe, what grade was I in? I want to say I was in like seventh grade when my grandma passed. Bro, I was in eighth grade, nigga. I was in middle school. Yep. Oh I was my in God, school. that was like the worst, the mm -hmm. worst shit ever. But and she was like, I low-key feel like she'd be living through me because my grandma was a type, so my grandma was like black, like, she was like yo skin color blue, with blue eyes though. Nigga. Crazy. She sound beautiful. She was like yo, she was like yo skin color with blue eyes and my grandma like, we were fly, because she's from Louisiana. And oh, that makes sense, bro. My mom from Louisiana. What and they shit. call that? The um, uh, not the fuck. What's Boo. down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like, what you what you thinking? Uh, of? Haitian Creole. Mm -hmm. Exactly, right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like I'm Italian, black, and then like Haitian Creole in there too. That's like, hard. Exactly. But my grandma, like, basically, so my mom has make sure this shit record. Yeah, yeah, keep talking. Go ahead. My mom has like, I think six siblings. Oh, the battery about to go out. Oh, how much time, how much battery we got left? It's like the, it's blinking. Damn, 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 damn. Ah. All right, uh, I'm sorry to leave y'all on this cliffhanger. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to close y'all out. Part two. It was nice for part two. Y'all yeah. on the edge now. Sorry to leave y'all on that crazy ass cliffhanger, but I gotta go because the camera about to die. I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in, and he got his closing remarks up. <laughs>